Welcome to the Empowered with Erica podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I'm an empowerment coach, mindset mentor, personal development enthusiast, and holistic health advocate. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you are looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story and to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Empowered with Erica, your host Erica here, and I'm so excited to dive into this episode today. So I had something really cool happen kind of recently, and I thought it would be fun to talk about it and share about it. So I very recently hit my three-year sobriety journey. So I have been alcohol-free for three years now, and that is just wild to me. And it's what's funny about it, guys is honestly, when the day came and went, I like didn't even realize it happened. I mean, one, it is in the Christmas season time period. So that like, I feel like no one knows what day it is ever, honestly. And so that's part of it. But also I think a big part of why I completely forgot, honestly, until a couple days later was because it's just a part of my lifestyle now. Me not drinking alcohol isn't really a thing anymore in the sense of I don't make a big deal about it. I don't feel the need to make a big deal about it. Um, I never feel like I really did, but I also have let go of the need to explain myself. Um, and I know with January, a lot of people do like dry January or sober January or whatever. Maybe you've made a resolution to cut back. Maybe you just are realizing that alcohol isn't something that is adding value to your life. And so you want to try living alcohol free. So I kind of wanted to make this podcast today as an encouragement, as a reminder, that you can live such a full life without alcohol, right? And if you want more of like a deep dive into my sobriety journey, I really recommend you listen to episode three. I'm not going to go into all of it here. I'm sure I'll talk a little bit about it, but I'm not going to give you the deep dive here. Go listen to episode three of the podcast. I'll link it in the show notes if you want my full sobriety journey. But I just had three years at the end of December. I was really excited about it. And it has become such a part of my lifestyle that half the time I forget that I'm quote sober or different from other people because honestly, I just have added so much value to my life since becoming sober. And I really feel like it was a turning point in my healing journey, making the decision to no longer drink. So I wanted to share different things I've learned over the years, as well as like give a little bit of inspiration for those of you who maybe are trying to limit, trying to cut back. And I think one thing I really want to say first is one, we need to really get over the stigma of sobriety because honestly, that is one reason why I don't share about it a lot on here is because it's just like exhausting hearing all the misconceptions about it, hearing the stupid shit that I've heard before about oh, well, why don't you just like have one? Why don't you just do this? Why don't you just do that? Like if someone has made the decision to no longer drink, just let them fucking be. Like it's none of your business. And 
you know, I don't mind having open conversations with people about it, but at the same time, just be mindful that if you're asking someone questions about their journey, it may come across as very judgmental. And that's something I just don't love sharing about it because I think a lot of people don't really understand. Um, one, it's not an easy thing. It's not easy to live a sober lifestyle, especially in today's society. Um, I, I believe I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Alcohol is one of the most overused and abused drugs we have out there. Okay. And I consider it a drug because it does so many negative things in your life. And it is the most socially acceptable negative behavior that we have, or one of the most socially acceptable negative behaviors we have. And if you're able to go out and drink and have a good time and it be healthy for you, cool. But I'll be quite honest, I know very few people who can do that. I know very few people who alcohol actually adds to their life. It really doesn't. Almost everyone I know um, wake up feeling like shit the next day, have bad experiences, all this stuff. And I just think that it's one of those things that when you decide to cut it out, you just realize how much you don't need it. And you realize how much better your life is without it. And so this is just my encouragement to you guys. I have a couple of things I want to go over, a couple of lessons I've learned. And I want to approach it a bit as like the letter or the message to the pre-sober Erica. So if you're someone that's been thinking about it, if you're someone that's been wanting to cut back, or maybe you have a friend that you know has wanted to cut back, send them this episode because honestly, guys, it has changed my life being alcohol-free. And so I want to dive into it a little bit. So the first thing I wanted to share, and it's a stigma, it's a misconception, I should say, not stigma, it's a misconception, but I'm just telling you this right now. And this is what I would have told pre-sober Erica that you know, was so scared to like actually stop drinking was that you do not need booze to have fun. Hot take. You do not need alcohol. You do not need drugs. You do not need substances to have fun. Now, can they sometimes be fun? Yeah. Yeah, they can. But I'm telling you right now that if you need those substances to have a good time, I would take a minute, stop and fucking reflect. And all those people are like, oh, you're just so lame. You're so boring. What do you mean? Of course, like, I need to have a beer to have a good time. No, no, no. If you can't have fun with your friends without alcohol, you're the fucking lame one. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And maybe these are fighting words. But I have had so much more fun and so many better experiences now that I don't drink. Because one, I actually remember everything. Two, I'm not like questioning, what did I do the night before? Why would I say that? Why would I act that way? I'm just being my normal, authentic self. So if you are someone that drinks to have fun and you need it, I would take a moment, I would reflect, I'd maybe try like a sober period because honestly, going to events and being the sober one is so much better. It's less drama. You feel good in the morning. You remember it. You can like go about your day. It's way cheaper, right? It's just like you don't need it. And I just want to break down that barrier. I was so scared. I thought that if I stopped having alcohol, that I wouldn't be able to hang out with my friends anymore, that I couldn't go to parties, that I couldn't go to social functions, like that I couldn't go to the bar, that I couldn't do all these things. And depending on like how much you struggle with it, yeah, you may want to avoid certain spots. Like I still go to the bar because I will make a mocktail or I have like certain things I order and I'm fine with that. Some people aren't. Um, I also didn't go to AA. I just stopped. 
And I know that's not necessarily normal. I didn't go to AA. I didn't go to rehab. I didn't have any sort of program. I am in a different 12-step program, but I didn't start that till a year into my sobriety. So sorry, guys. I'm a little like hoarse today. But I just really would take a moment and reflect. If you're someone that feels like you need booze, like you need it, warning sign, I would take a look at your life a little bit. And I'm not saying this in a judgmental way. I really am not. I'm saying this because honestly, look at the quality of your friends. Like if you are around people that you need to drink to be around, like are they even really friends? Are they really people you need in your life? Or is it maybe more of like a social anxiety thing? Is it like I am not comfortable in myself, you know? So I would just like reflect on that because honestly, you do not need booze to have fun. You really don't. The second thing I would say to Erica or anyone really is what matters the most is how you feel. How are you feeling? Because I know I found, especially when I was like binge drinking, um, I just got a lot of net, like a lot of negative habits in college. And I started to really drink, um, to cover up how I was feeling. And it's not like it was a conscious decision. I wasn't like, Oh, I feel like shit today. So I'm going to go have a bottle of wine. No, that's not what I was saying. But again, with the socially acceptable thing, how many times do we make the jokes of, Oh, my kids were terrible today. So I had like three glasses of wine at dinner or, Oh, I had to have like a couple beers after work today. Cause I just hate my job. Like how many times do people say stuff like that? Or, Oh, I got so trashed this weekend because like so-and-so was a total dick to me. Like how many times do people say that stuff? And it's because they're covering up how they're actually feeling and they don't want to process their fucking emotions. And I get it because I've been there. And I didn't realize it's what I was doing until I stopped. And I was like, oh, wait, wait a minute. Every time I was feeling this way or this way, I would like go and drink and be irresponsible and drink too much and not have like a filter or not be able to moderate myself. Okay. And so this kind of ties into it. I would look and see if there's a pattern. I'd be like, Erica, what's the pattern? Why are you drinking? Is it is it genuinely only because you want to go have fun with your friends or is it because you feel like shit about yourself? Is it because someone is treating you poorly and you don't know how to handle it and you don't want to like internally reflect? Is it because you're unhappy with your life? Like what is it that you're trying to cover up and what is it that you're trying to escape from? Like I was just saying, I often use alcohol as an escape. And I think a lot of people do without even realizing it. And it took me a while to realize that. Like, it's not like this is something I knew right away. So this is, again, the letter, the message to my pre-sober Erica. What are you trying to escape from? Because let me tell you right now, when you actually take the time to like recognize these emotions and heal them, it is so powerful. And you find healthy coping mechanisms to deal with the hard things in life. You do. Here's my next little thing. Like I was saying, you don't need booze to have fun. There's also plenty of great mocktails for when you want to go out. Find mocktails, find alcohol alternatives that you enjoy. There's a lot out there. Now is like such an easier time to be sober than I would imagine 10 years ago was. Even I would say five years ago, even the beginning of my journey to now, in three years, there are way, way, way more alcohol-free options. People make mocktails more regularly at bars and at restaurants. Like we just went out for my birthday last month 
And, you know, I was looking at the drink menu. We were at this really nice restaurant and there's like no mocktails on there. But I just asked them, I was like, hey, I don't drink. Is there any way you could like make a mocktail version of like one of these for me? And they did. They made me this amazing like blueberry mojito alcohol free. And it was so good. So tasty because I don't know about you guys, but I found one of the hardest things is like, I just want something to hold in my hand. Everyone's having fun drinking. I want to have something fun to drink. So find a mocktail you enjoy, even like beer. If you actually really like beer, if you like the taste of it, there's a lot of good alcohol-free beers now. Even craft beers, there's like Partake is an amazing brand. I love them. Um, is it, I can't say it, Lagunitas maybe has a great brand of a couple alcohol-free stuff. And then like a lot of the cheap beers now have alcohol-free versions. Like there's N.A. Bush Light, which is basically fucking water. But still, if you want an N.A. Bush, you can get yourself an N.A. Bush, right? And I think it's really cool that that's where the industry is going because so many people just want to be a part of it. Like they just want to play the drinking games and they want to go out. They want to go to the bar. They want to be in that social aspect. But like one of the best ways to help yourself stay sober is by being prepared. And I talk about this in episode three, but finding mocktails you enjoy and just knowing that there are options. There are options for you. So be mindful of that. You may have to look, you may have to work a little harder. I always show up to events prepared. If I'm going out of town or if I'm going somewhere, if I'm going to a party, I bring something I know I can drink because honestly, most people don't have alcohol-free options when you go to like a get together, unless it's maybe like pop, you know, pop or water, soda for all you non-Michiganders. I don't know. Um, But bring mocktails, bring like be prepared know that there's a lot of really good alcohol-free options out there. And there are so many things that people are doing nowadays. It is like the easiest time ever to be sober in today's society, in my opinion, because of these options. Not that it's easy to be sober, but there are a lot more tools out there. Okay. Here's my next thing. And I'm just going to tell you straight up. Some people are going to judge you. Some people are going to judge you and that's okay. It's a great filter. Sobriety is a great filter for people in your life because people will judge you if people are peer pressuring you. If people like, you don't need to understand, but you can be supportive. Okay. And if people are judging you, I would like very much question if you want to spend time with those people. But just be prepared. Be prepared when you live a sober lifestyle. People are going to judge you. Fuck them. Who cares? Fuck them. Maybe not literally, but you know what I'm saying. It's just not. It's not fun. It's not easy. It's not fair, right? And this is one reason why I don't talk about my sobriety on here a ton. Because a lot of people judge. A lot of people don't understand. Sorry, quick water break. Some people are going to judge you. That's okay. It's okay. We really don't need those judgmental people in our life. In my opinion, going sober really helped me see who my true friends are and who is actually supportive of me. And there's a lot of people who weren't. There's a lot of people who are like, Erica, you don't have a problem. What are you doing? Why would you do this? I've only seen you be like a great time. Like, what are you talking about? But what they don't know is how much I was suffering on the inside. They don't know how much I was struggling. They didn't see the day after. They didn't see why I was covering up my feelings with booze, right? And so genuinely, People are going to judge you because they don't understand. That's a them thing. It's not about you at all. Oftentimes, people I have found judge sobriety because like they don't want to look in the mirror at their own habits. 
And that doesn't mean that they need to go sober, but maybe they just like don't have the best relationship with alcohol. And so it makes them really uncomfortable to see someone else who has, who has like a better relationship with it, you know? So the next thing I wanted to say is like, you deserve to feel your best. You really do. You deserve to feel your best and you deserve to truly enjoy your life. So if you have noticed that alcohol is not enhancing your life, it's taking away. If you've noticed it's a negative thing, that's okay to then stop because you deserve the best. You deserve to feel your best. You deserve to enjoy your life and you deserve to do so without judgment, right? So if you have noticed that you feel like shit after drinking, that it brings you into a negative mental space. Cause like for me towards the end, when I was drinking, it would get to the point where like the next day I would like hate myself. I hated who I became when I was drinking. And even though most of the time I was fine, the, the fact that more days than not, I was like not having a good time meant that I needed to cut back and I needed to do it for me, not for anyone else. But you, here's the thing guys, you deserve the peace that comes with sobriety. You deserve to feel your best. You do. You really do. And I did not understand that. I did not understand how much it would change my life, how much it would impact my life, but it did. It did. And you deserve to feel that way too. You deserve to be able to like have good friendships. You deserve to be able to go experience life fully because honestly, when you're numbing with substances, you aren't fully experiencing life when you allow yourself to heal. It's a beautiful fucking thing. It really is, right? The next thing I would tell the pre-sober Erica is that the best is yet to come. You do not even know how good life is going to get. You do not even know how much better life is once you cut out alcohol. And there's a lot of reasons for that. I think a big part of it is because it forced me to really like face myself. It forced me to learn healthier coping mechanisms. It forced me to take a look in the fucking mirror and like address my own behavior and address like, why am I doing this? Why do I feel this way? And that's not easy. That's not easy at all. So major props to anyone who does give this a go, right? Like it's not easy to do the hard work, but the best is yet to come and you don't even know how good it's going to get. You really don't. Living a sober lifestyle, living an alcohol-free lifestyle is hands down probably the best decision I made because there's no way I would have made the progress in therapy I made if I was still drinking. There's probably no way I would have made the progress in ACA if I was still drinking. I mean, honestly, I started ACA after I stopped drinking, but you know what I'm saying. Last thing I would say is that you are so fucking strong to even be considering going alcohol-free because it's not easy. It's going against the societal norms. So if you de- if you make the decision to go sober, if you make the decision to stop drinking, just know you're strong as fuck. You are a badass motherfucker. You are. Don't let anyone tear you down. Don't let anyone judge you. Don't let anyone tell you differently. If someone's questioning your decision, just remember, it's not about them. It's about you. We don't really give any fucks what anyone says about this because they aren't the one having to wake up every day after it. They are not the one having to live the experience you are living. They aren't the one seeing the demons you're battling. They aren't the ones that have to go through what it is that you're going through. Okay? And let me tell you, the commitment to staying sober, it's not an easy one. 
especially like I said, with societal pressures, with people not understanding it. It's still like there's still stigma out there. There is. It's one reason I don't like talking about it because people are like, oh, you're sober? So what does that mean? What did you do? Were you this terrible person? This or this or this or this? Like people are rude. People don't know how to like handle this topic in a nice way, but also people are very judgmental. I'm just going to be honest. So if you are doing this for yourself, just know you are strong as fuck. And we do not care what the haters say. We do not. We don't give them time. We don't give them attention. If they're not supportive, they could get the fuck out. I'm going to be honest. And I had family members that weren't that supportive, that didn't understand, that are like, oh, why don't you just have one? Because, Carol, I fucking can't. And no, I don't have anyone named Carol in my family. I'm just making that shit up. But you know what I'm saying? Because I can't. I wasn't someone that drank often. I did not. I barely drank. But when I did, I didn't have an off switch. And then I was like Hot Mess Express. I was the conductor of the Hot Mess Express, okay? So I figured out that it was best for me to say sayonara. No longer. We're going alcohol-free. And staying alcohol-free when life hands you a ton of fucking bullshit and a ton of obstacles and a ton of challenges, let me tell you, shit ain't easy, especially someone that used alcohol to numb my feelings. Now, again, I didn't realize this at the time. It took me a while into my sobriety journey to realize this is why I was like what I was doing, how I was using the substance, right? So you're very, very, very strong if you are doing this. You are very strong to keep going. You are very strong to even just get started. Because let me tell you, getting started is the hardest part. One reason I'm even sharing this is because the only reason I actually started to go sober was because I saw so many other people share their journey and it gave me the courage to start my own journey. It gave me the courage to go after. It gave me the courage and the bravery and the balls to like not care what other people thought. And that's not an easy thing to do. I'm not trying to hype myself up, but I'm just saying anyone who is going down this path, like gold fucking star, dude, it's not easy. But I just want to encourage you to keep going. And no matter what the bad habit is, let's take sobriety off the table for a minute. Maybe you're trying to stop overeating. Maybe you're getting back into a fitness journey. Maybe you're trying to be more disciplined just like with your everyday habits. Maybe you're just, whatever it is, whatever thing that you're trying to do, whatever negative habit that you are trying to stop doing or that you are stopping to do, not try, that you are stopping, just know it's really strong of you to take a hard look in the mirror and realize that you need to adjust something in your life because a lot of people settle for mediocrity. A lot of people do not, do not try to better themselves you know? And so I just want to tell you, you are strong. You're a badass and you're strong. And I'm really proud of you. And I'm here to support you. I'm here to encourage you and just know that it doesn't matter what other people say. It doesn't matter what other people think. They aren't in your shoes. They aren't paying your bills. They aren't living your life. At the end of the day, We need to live life for ourselves, and that doesn't mean you're a selfish person. It means at the end of the day, all we have is us. I know that's like maybe a weird thing to say. I'm so grateful for my friends, for my family, but at the end of the day, I wake up in this body that is Erica. I am this soul that is Erica, this mind that is Erica. That's it. And yes, I am 
very thankful for my healthy relationship. I'm very thankful for my dogs. I'm very thankful for the life that I have. I am. And I hope that I'm, you know, contributing to society in a good way. But at the end of the day, I'm waking up and I have to make decisions for me and I have to take care of me because I'm the only one who's going to take care of me at the end of the day. That's just like the fucking reality of it. And even though you may have great people in your life, that's the reality. You have to take care of you. So if that means making the hard decision to stop drinking, I encourage you to try to go for it. You can do it. You don't even know how strong you are. You can do it. And once you start seeing, hey, this isn't that bad. Hey, it's pretty fun. Hey, it's way better. I actually spend way less money. I love waking up like feeling good, feeling vibrant. I can go to the gym. I can actually have plans the next day. I'm not, you know, eating fucking shitty McDonald's and whatever because I'm hungover. None of that. It's just such a better way to live. Like, I truly believe that that stuff is like poison to our mind, body, and soul. I really do. I do not see the benefits of alcohol at all, especially since being sober. I just don't see it. I don't get it. I've never, I don't see it affect anyone really in a positive way. I really don't. So I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, and I'm not judging those who do. I really don't judge you. I don't care. Like, do you, you know, like, most people in my friend group still drink. I go out with them all the time. I hang out with them. Like we have game nights, they drink. I don't, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. But I just wanted to share this with you guys because I think a lot of times when you want to make such a big life change, it can be really intimidating. So no matter what the life changes that you maybe you're thinking about making, you know, like I said, it's the new year still. January. Maybe you've already given up on your resolutions. Maybe you've you've not made any yet. You know, I kind of like intentions better than resolutions, but you know what I'm saying. Maybe you don't have goals yet for the year. Or maybe you're like still trying to figure them out. Just know that you have the power to change your life. All you have to do is decide to do it and decide to stick with it. That's it. The power of discipline, the power of decision. You can do it. You just have to decide to do the damn thing. So I'm here for you. I'm encouraging you. If you want more of a deep dive, go listen to episode three of the podcast. If you want to hear more about sober living, let me know. I can share more. Like I said, it's such an ingrained part of my life nowadays that I barely think about it. I just like, I don't know. It's just a part of my routine. Just like going to the gym is a part of my routine. Just like eating healthy is part of my routine. It's just like a thing in my life. It's like so much a thing that it's not a thing. You know, it's not a big deal. It just is what it is. Um, And I think that if more people had that mindset, we'd like be able to get rid of the stigma and more people would really like feel comfortable trying a sober journey. So thank you guys for listening. I so appreciate you. Thank you guys for your support. I hope you guys have the best day ever, best week ever, and I will talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode and of course to connect with me on social. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at erica.vishkalis. You can also find me on Facebook at ericavishkalis. If you want to be a part of our online community, check out our Facebook group, Empowered with Erica. You can also find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. 
Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I will see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.